You are listening to the Nebraska Hour. It is part of the Bet Your Ash Podcasting Network. B-Y-A-P-N. B-Yappin. And sometimes when we be yappin', we be cursing. Whatever. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. Welcome to the Nebraska Hour, full extravaganza. Yeah. Is this the fourth annual? I think so. I think it's the fourth annual bull extravaganza. I'm not the best at remembering and counting and stuff, so I mean, it could be the third, it could be the fifth. Let's just say fourth-ish. I'm pretty sure it's a, you know, the COVID year really messed up my whole counting. Like, Oh, yeah. Really the whole idea of like when things happened. Yes. It so, is the bull extravaganza. And uh, I'm obviously Timmy Nebraska. And yes, Greg you are. Nebraska. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, 43 bulls, right? Is that correct? I don't know. A lot of them. And I love, I love that they all have like changed sponsors so many times that like there's no real history to any of them or anything. But um it's it's uh it's go time, man. It's still a really fun time of the year. I'll be honest, once again, especially this year with the winter World Cup, uh, my attention uh, to college football is getting less and less every year. I pretty much just pay attention to Florida State and to Nebraska. So um you should be embarrassed if I beat you. I mean, uh, uh I, I'm going to obviously. I, I we either tie or I win every year, but um. Yeah, that's not true. I think I won two of them. Prove it, prove it. Um, but uh, regardless, we do a lot of tying around here. That is true. That is true. Um, <laughs> we have a lot. We have similar picks quite a bit. So like this goes a lot faster than than it um it did the first year for sure. For sure. Um. So the first bull game up, the Bahamas Bull, the hometown lenders Bahama Bull. All right. So that's this Friday too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So and we got the Miami of Ohio and UAB. Uh, UAB just hired uh, Trent Dilfer as their new head coach, right? Really? I did not hear that. Uh huh. I think they just, hired, they just hired Trent Dilfer as their new head coach. And I mean, I think he's. He's going to go on this trip, but he said, he's like, I'm kind of just there to grab people coffee. I mean, these guys are the, the coaches. You know what I mean? Like they're they're going to run it. They, they're familiar with everything, and we'll, we'll so I'll take over after. Coach still coaching? Like uh, no, but I, I think it's his staff, the former coach's staff. All right. All right. Well, you know, there's something to do with uh, the head when the head coaches leave and don't coach the bowl games. Um, the players either play great, or they bomb. There's no in between a lot of times, right? Right. I'm going to go with the UAB Blazers 
as that they're going to step up and play well to end the season on a good note? Um, I kind of want to, I kind of want to join you on that because I, um, just because I want to root for everything happening over there. They weren't a football program just a few years ago. <laughs> they just did the full reset, you know? And uh, so I kind of have, I have like a weird, although I have no reason to, I have like a soft spot for them, you know? So uh, I'm kind of with you. Right. They shut down in 2015, I think, and then restarted in 2018. Wild. It's so crazy. Um, it's so cool the story about how their students and funding and all this stuff came together to, to get a team back. Yeah. It's a great story, actually. Both oh, yeah, of yeah, these teams are 500. Both these teams are 6-6. Six and six. They both seem to be – I mean, again, I mean, I'm just looking at this now. <laughs> but, like, they both seem to have had, like, you know, some decent years and won their last couple games or at least won their last games. It is a big uh, spread. That's my concern. It's minus 11. Yeah, minus 11 is a lot, you know. Some big spread. Yeah, and we're even, picking against the spread. We're not picking it straight up. Yeah, um, I'm going. I'm going minus. I'm, I'm laying the point with UAB. Yeah, UAB minus eleven. We're both there. All right. Next up, what we got here? We got the uh, Duluth Trading uh, Care Bowl. Care Bowl. Okay. Who I feel like. I feel like this used to have a different. I don't know. The Cure Bowl is. A, I, I don't know. Uh, I just feel like it used to have a different sponsor, but I, I know this one. This one's right here in Orlando. Uh, we got who do we got? Texas San Antonio versus Troy. The Roadrunners from Texas San Antonio, right? The Roadrunners. That is correct. Nice. It's kind of crazy here that UTSA is twenty fifth ranked at the moment, and Troy is twenty fourth. Oh wow! Both in the top twenty five. That's impressive. Kind of wild to have this early in the bowl game in the top twenty five matchup. Yeah, both with 11 and 2 records. UTSA plus two and a half, or Troy minus two and a half. All right. Um, I, I kind of have a sweet spot for Troy a little bit, right? Um, I really like their former coaches now at West Virginia. I think I've mentioned that probably a million times I've ever mentioned Troy football. Um, so I'm gonna go with Troy, the Troy Trojans. And they're the ones getting the two and a half, right? They're given two and a half. Oh, so it's Troy minus two and a half. Yes. All right. Well, just to be uh, on the opposite side of you, I'll go. I'll run with the Road Runners. See, that's the other thing I also like is like I really like their, their the name the Road the UTSA Road Runners. But Troy, you know, I'm going rolling with Troy. Yeah. Next up, this one's wild. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl. <laughs> This was definitely something else last year. Yes, but it was definitely, I mean, I, this is the third or fourth year. I, well, maybe one year got canceled. I don't know. But I know they've been doing this uh, Fenway Bowl for a minute, right? Um, did, I thought they played in Yankee Stadium last year or two years oh, ago. Oh, they're definitely doing the Pinstripe Bowl. That's a thing now. And it was New oh, Era okay. used okay. to be the sponsor. I don't know who it is now, but. I didn't know there was two of these, I guess. The Fenway Bowl. The, no matter what happens, Boston has to match the Yankees somehow. They're just trying to be like the Yankees, buddy. Yeah. They don't have as pretty good jerseys. Nope. But they probably have a lot more fun than a lot of Yankees players. Nope. It is the Cincinnati Bearcats, minus one and a half, against the Louisville Cardinals. 
Cincinnati Bearcats and the Louisville Cardinals. Well, didn't the Cincinnati just have a didn't they just have a coaching change? Yeah, they just hired um uh, Luke Fickle. Yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah, that's the guy that Brock wanted for Nebraska. That is the guy Brock wanted for Nebraska. Um, all right, that's interesting. Um, I've actually gone and seen the Louisville uh, football team play live on multiple occasions, and I've never seen the Bearcats live. So just for that own that that's the only reason I will take Louisville. Am I getting points or giving points? I didn't even look at the spread on this. Given one and a half. Okay. Well, I mean that's which is like nothing, right? Right. I'll take Louisville minus one and a half against against the coaching change at Cincinnati. All right. Um, you know, uh, Louisville. Oh, Louisville is plus one and a half. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I like that even better. Um, I do too. I like Louisville as well. Okay. So we're on Next. the same side on that one. Yeah, we're on the same side on all but one so far. Okay. Well, so we've only next... gone through three games. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're on the same side out of two. You're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> so the next one up, this one is interesting. Um, I'm not sure if you have this on the list, but we, we didn't do these, some of these ones last year. We always but, skip but... the celebration bowl. We don't know. We don't know enough about the HBCU teams. I mean, I'll pick it. I'll obviously pick Jackson State. Jackson State. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Let's just do it. Like, I mean, we're, we're on the same page there. All right. What's the spread there? 16 and a half. <laughs> Even though their coach is gone, huh? But he's coaching the game still. Oh, okay. Well, then I love it. Because Dion's, Dion's press conference in Bowler said that, that he'll be back and he's coming. But, you know, they don't, you don't know when he'll be back. He's not finished yet. Okay. He's got, I dig he's got a game to win still. I dig it. In that case, I am all over. I am all over the Jackson State. I forget what their what's their team. What's their mascot? The Tigers. Oh yeah. Jackson State. And they're State playing Tigers. just for the, the information here. They're playing against North Carolina Central Eagles. The Eagles. I don't know who their coach is. I don't either. But so uh the so question the, is, is this gonna is is this experiment of 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 Dion being in an HBCU going to raise the level of coaching? Like, are they going to start hiring some more ex NFL talent and some other big names and draw attention and kind of take advantage of the momentum throughout the HBCU world? Or was this like a one-off baby step for him? He was just, it's a, it was, you know, it was, it's not going to have any lasting impact. That's, that's my biggest question about, about it. And maybe that's a conversation for the offseason and not for the middle of the bull extravaganza. But um uh, it's it's just something that I wonder about. You know, I, I'm I'm curious if there's gonna be some sort of lasting impact of his uh arrival in HBCU's so world. For a quick answer, um I think that um because of Dion's personality and being like real flashy and, and uh um I mean being prime, right? Yeah, prime maybe. I don't the uh, the uh, radio like a school would have considered him before this because of the attitude because of the personality and big flat like big big charismatic attitude. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is I think a really big step for him. Um, but I think that's the only place he would have got a chance right away. Like oh right? yeah, of course he didn't have to work his way up and 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 
get people fucking coffee and stuff like that. But he could have also gone, you know, a division two route uh, or a division, you know, a, a, a you know, a, a UMass route. Somebody would have took it seriously at first. Yeah. Still, maybe. you know, like yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure of that either, but it just seemed like that the way for him to be taken seriously at a, at a, at a bigger school is to have success like this. Yeah. Oh well, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy with what's happening. He's entering, he's entering the Pac-12. Let's say he's only there for three years. Also, you know, um, he's going to be there when USC and UCLA are leaving, and he's going to be able to, if he's able to do some of the recruiting, you know, some of the same things recruiting. Uh, I think it could be really interesting. He might, you know. I think there, CU might, there might be a might sneaky be chance for him to grab a to like make waves, you know. I think that the CU might be invited to join the Big Ten pretty soon. Uh, that would make sense. You'd have them and Oregon both go over. That would make sense. You might want if you might want Wash. You want you uh you uh University of Washington too. So you'd have to get four though, right? Because you have no, uh, not necessarily. Number. I mean, not necessarily. You could grab somebody from another fucking conference. It's crazy right now. You grab you could grab Arizona and make your basketball uh, coverage better. You could. I would definitely I try to get I would definitely try to get Washington, man. That market is great. The Seattle is a huge media market and those games are incredible. Those football games. I don't know. I just think that's a good one. Yeah, let's let's keep going here. We'll talk about that next week or we'll do another podcast. Yeah, I'm no, sure. that's definitely an off season podcast. We'll wrap up of the of the bull trap again. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so we're on to the New Mexico Bowl. We are on to um, the New Mexico Bowl. It's SMU. It's the SMU Mustangs and BYU. SMU and BYU. Oh, okay. SMU and BYU. All right. We got the Cougars plus two and a half and the Mustangs minus two and a half, which is kind of wild. Um, I would think that SMU would be favored by a little more than that, to be honest. Yeah, BYU was not good this year, but they tend to take bowl games seriously and they travel well, stuff like that. Like they have a good history of, you know, not like mailing it in. There's no like, you know, regional difference really. They're both pretty close to, to New Mexico. Um, so there's no like real advantage of location at all. No, you're um, right. I'm, I'm going SMU. All right, I'll I'll take BYU even though I'm not a big fan of the Mormons. I'll take the BYU just so that we're on opposite stuff here. All right, all right. So, uh, wait, what did you say the spread was? Two and a half. SMU minus two and a half. Yes. All right. Putting it in our little chart so that we can keep track of who owes who a lobster roll at the end of this. Shit, yeah. Can't wait to win that shit. What's so, next, my dude? What is next? The SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. <laughs> what the hell are they distributing? I don't know, man. Sounds pretty sketch. I don't know what SRS is, but it sounds like code word for something bad. Yep. All right. <laughs> Florida versus Oregon State. This is a weird one, too. Is Oregon State really as good as they have they played the last you know three weeks or four weeks of the season? Well, they seem to have be they seem to have gotten healthy later in the season is from everything I heard, and that was the reason why they played better later. 
Um, so that could have been like, that's something that could sustain, you know what I mean? Like then if that's the case, then they could sustain playing well late the season. If, um, you know, if it was, if it was all the same guys and they just, you know, got motivated late, that's a different story. But if they got players that they did back, that they didn't have at the beginning of the season, that would make sense. Right. I just think Florida is much more talented. Obviously, they looked, they looked like ass when they came to Tallahassee, baby. Dude, they did. They looked awful, actually, and I did not expect that at all. Um, so I've I've kind of rode the, the Florida train a couple couple times this year, and uh, and let down a few times, and I've done well a few times. So I'm going to stay on that same car, and hopefully it doesn't derail. I'm what's the play. What's the spread in this game? Seven and a half. Florida minus seven and a half. What a Plus seven and a half. Plus seven and a half. Well, I'll tell you what. I will take Oregon State to cover that big old spread. All right. I'm a I'm believer. Just, I'm, I'm a believer in um Pac 12 football, you know? I mean, I would have never would have expected you to take Florida for any reason. That's right. There's just it's like blasphemy for you. Uh something like that. So that so, was the Las Vegas Bowl. We should just go right down the street and do the L.A. Bowl. Yeah, that's the next one on the list there, bub. The Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Presented by Stifle. I don't know what Stifle even is. But Me I neither. I, I watched the bowl game. I hardly remember who Jimmy Kimmel is. So this is Washington State versus Fresno State. Uh, spread, spread here is four and a half. Washington State minus four and a half? Yes, minus four and a half. Well, I think I'm just gonna since I'm already on Oregon State, I'm just gonna stick with my stick with my Pac twelve uh uh leanings and just go with Washington State to uh you know kind of keep Fresno State in their place. Let it remind them that they're not in power power five like Washington State is. Um I'm gonna go with Fresno, the 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 Green Valley Fresno State Bulldogs. All right, and you're getting the points here. You're getting four and a half. That's a nice number. Then we got the uh, Lending Tree Bowl. Ooh, storied, storied, storied history. Lending Tree Bowl. Um, the Rice Owls are plus four and a half against the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. Uh, I'm a big rice fan. I'm a big, big rice fan. Always been a big rice fan. I try to eat it at least five times a week. So I, uh, I'm going to go with rice here. They're playing at the Hancock Whitney Stadium in Mobile, Alabama, which is the actual birthplace of Mardi Gras. Don't let anybody lie to you and tell you it comes from it's some New Orleans shit. All right, Mardi Gras comes from Biloxi, Alabama, or Mobile. Yeah, mobile. Um, I'm going with Rice also. Weird nice. thing about this game. Um, on the ESPN, whatever, uh, the pick them thing, only 18% of people have picked Rice. Oh, I love it. We're gonna make so much money. I've actually put I'll put some IRL money on that one, baby. Yeah, I like that too. I'm gonna mark that one down and make sure I remember to bet on that one. That one is Saturday. Yeah, we need lots that. Lock that. Up, dude. Um Next, we got the Frisco Bowl, and it is the North Texas Mean Green against the Boise State Broncos. Boise State is minus four and a half. 
Uh, I always, by rule, I always bet against North Texas. So I am on Boise State here. Why is this a rule for you? I don't mm. know why I remember this. They're just not good, and they're never good. And every time I've ever bet on them, I've lost. So I made it a rule to always bet against them whenever I'm in a situation to bet against them. Okay, okay. Well, you know, it's in, this all started it's in, at a bar in Tallahassee. Okay, it was at a bar oh, okay. on. Oh shit! Where was it? It was down near the baseball stadium. It was a long day. Um, it, it was a long day, and um, yeah, I made it a bad decision. And ever since, I've I've been picking against North Texas, and it's, it's, I haven't I haven't been wrong yet. See, having the long day thing explains to me why you don't remember where you were. I remember what block I was on. I mean, there, that's close. That's there good. happens to be a lot of bars on that block. That's what I was assuming. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, of Denver and bars, I had lunch with a bartender friend of ours from Denver today. I'll tell you more some other time. But uh, I, I saw an old friend of ours from Denver. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I could probably. Yeah, I'll talk to you about that. I'm curious, though. <laughs> um, I was, I'll give you a hint. We we rolled a lot of dice on their bar and put a lot of singles into it. Into a jar, oh, nice. yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool. That's awesome. Yeah, Never I don't know if they're in hiding or not, so I don't want to blow up their set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some know, people come to Florida for different reasons than other people. You know, we're a, we're a, we're also a discreet podcasting group. We believe in discretion. <laughs> we believe in discretion. Um, yeah, it's one of our best qualities, I assume. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so I'm going with Boise State. What do you what what do you what are you thinking here? I'm going, I'm going with the mean green. Going All to right. it's, in, it's the Frisco Bowl, I assume, is in Texas. Frisco, Texas, buddy. They'll be overconfident. Um, or they won't be. I mean, maybe they, I mean so they're North Texas kind of ways away, but let's be honest, man. Really, I just am tired of it. I'm willing to bet that uh like 30% of the players at Boise State are from Texas. You, you have a point there, yeah. Yeah. What's the spread in that game? I'm not even considering things like spreads. Oh, uh, it's four and a half. Boise State. Boise State minus four and a half. Yes. Wow, I'm good. I'm good. Nice. So the next up bull game we got here is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. It is the Marshall Thundering Herd minus twelve and a half against the Yukon Huskies. Minus twelve and a half. That's a big number. That is a big um, number. Um, yeah, that's a big number. I don't know about anything about either of these teams other than other than Marshall upset uh, um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Also, yeah. UConn much better than they used to be. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, twelve has a big number. They're in a bowl game. UConn was like a, a laughing a laughing stock a few years ago. They're better than Nebraska. I'll take those points. I'll take that twelve and a half. Like, give me UConn. I'm going UConn too. I think I don't know anything about your team, but I I don't have a lot of hope in Marshall. I've been let down several times by them. Um, so I'm rolling with UConn as well. Yeah, man. Then we got the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which I think this one does have a somewhat storied history compared to some of them. Yeah, they actually have a potato in that you can like go inside it. You can like rent it out, and sleep in it. Oh, what really? That's crazy. Yeah, they've had it. It used to be like a – I hope I get this right. 
it used they used to have a potato mobile a la Oscar Mayer Wiener, right? The Wiener mobile. And then after a while, like it needed some work. And rather than fixing the mobile part of the potato, they just converted the potato into like an Airbnb. That's crazy. I never Apparently, heard of it. It's very nice um, and very popular. The most popular uh, potato to sleep in in the world. I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. All right. I, there are probably very few of those. Yikes, <laughs> dude. Um, so this game is Eastern Michigan plus three and a half against the San Jose State Spartans. And this is played oh. on the blue football field of Boise, Idaho at Albertson Stadium. So maybe the Spartans are a good pick here if they wear their blue jerseys. You won't be able to see them. Be camouflage. Oh, camouflage. All right, give me San Jose State. That was easy. That's my move too, man. That's my move too. What's the spread I, there? I, uh, three and a half. San Jose State minus San three and a half. State minus three and a half. That's great. love it. Love it. We're good. We're great, actually. All right. This one, the next one here is kind of a weird game as well. The roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl Classic. is the Liberty Flames plus one and a half and the Toledo Rockets minus one and a half. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously on the Rockets. I believe in science. That's the same thing we did last year. I like it. I like it. I'm on the same side there, too. Toledo's my squad. <laughs> They're the Rockets, man. It's We've never had, like, this is basically religion versus science here. Yeah, flames and Rockets. It's burning bush versus, you know, like... <laughs> rockets. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say it was? One and a half? Minus one and a half? I'll take it. We know minus one and a half, yes. Dude, I think Liberty had like a five-game losing streak or something this season. They got a new coach as well, I think. Or they or they just fired their coach they hired? I don't know. I don't know if they hired somebody yet, but I think I, that they are letting go of the guy that they had. They had. I think the the documentary, the mockumentary, whatever it is that, that uh, Billy Corbin made came out on Hulu about the Liberty president or the former Liberty president. And um, – after that, everything just kind of went into a tailspin with their football team. Yeah, I can see how a lot of people would want to distance themselves from like being associated with a bunch of nonsense there potentially. Did you watch that yet? I haven't um, watched I it. I haven't yet. watched it. I watched it. I haven't had a chance. I read about it previously and it just seems wild to me. Oh, yeah. You and I talked about that story on the pod a couple times, man. That I shit's wild. But the fact that Billy Corbin took his cocaine cowboys talents to that story makes me so happy. I can't wait because he's like a, you know, he loves telling those wild, those wild Miami stories. You know, he's a Miami guy. And like he told the U and the U is back. You know, he did the, um, he did the cocaine cowboys documentaries. And now this story, no, it's all Miami stories. Too. I didn't know they did the cocaine cowboys and, and like the, the all those stories. Um, he, yeah, he did those thirty for thirties. Billy Corbin did those thirty for thirties on the on on the University of Miami's football team. Nice. He I'll have to check that out. Both of them. I'll, I'll check out the Liberty football one. I bet it'll be interesting. And he's no, it's not about their football team. It's not about Liberty football. It's just about the the former Jerry Falwell's son, who was the president of yeah, Liberty. Nice. 
and all the shit they got into with the pool boy down here in Miami. We we talked about that last year on the extravaganza. Yeah. He just did a documentary on it all. And he like really connected. He did some wild shit. You should watch it. You should watch it. I haven't watched it yet. I have to. to. There's a snow here tonight and tomorrow. So I'm, I have time to watch some some Hulu and stuff. We should probably both watch it and then do an off season podcast where we just review and react to it because we did talk about this story when it first came out and he dove in. Nice. I'll check that out for sure. That sounds awesome. All right. All right. Uh, so, let's do let's do one or two more, and then we we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back and finish. Let's do one more. Let's do one more. All right. It's the R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Nice. Um, with one of my favorite teams playing as far as bowl extravaganza picks go, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers against the South Alabama Jaguars, and the Jaguars are favorites by two and a half points. If I am not mistaken, you and I have picked the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers every single year um, in the Bull Extravaganza, and I think we always win. I think so too, but they they don't have the quarterback that they they did have though. Now, all right, that was that's, Zappy, that's Bailey Zappy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's in the he's in the big boy league. God, he crushed last year in the bull league. It was not even close. I'm still going to take Western Kentucky. They got guys who have been there before. So I'm going with what we have been going to. I'm going the same as every year. I'm going with the Hilltoppers. Fuck yeah. Trust tradition, my G. Trust tradition. That one went quick. Let's do one more and then I'll take a break. All right. This one's interesting also. It's the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. The Baylor Bears minus five and a half against the Air Force Falcons. Yeah, obviously, it's the Armed Forces Bowl. How do you pick against the fucking Service Academy? Thank you for your service, Air Force Academy. I will rock with you and choose against Baylor every time. I'm going Air Force, too. I would like him to have a few more points there, but I'm going Air Force as well. Yeah. What's the spread? Five and a half. Air Force plus five and a half. That's okay. That's plenty. That's plenty. They're going to win it on the field. In fact, I'll take it on the money line. Dude, they're hard to beat. They're tough, you know. Like, it seems like they've been playing. They had they had a crazy, crazy game a couple weeks ago. It's the armed forces bowl, not the you know fake religious supporting all kinds of monsters as players and a, a fucking head coach who's now in hell bowl. All right, so I am obviously going with Air Force. I'm with it too. I'm going Air Force. Yeah. All right. Why don't we just take a quick break? Um, I gotta go take uh uh I gotta go run a quick errand um on and we'll be right back and we'll finish the rest of these games, okay? Awesome deal, sounds good. We're back. We're a quick break, and we got the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. The Independence Bowl. That one's been around for a while too. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I think they've changed the sponsor a little bit, but it's always been the Independence Bowl, right? Yeah, it has been. For a long time, I think. Yeah. We got the Raging Cajuns plus two and a half against the Houston Cougars. And this is played in Louisiana. This is in Shreveport. Yeah, that's correct. So you got to get... But you got to give credit to the team that's like close to home. I don't know, man. Houston's pretty good. Louisiana, um, I mean, they got their ass beat by Florida State, but so did a lot of teams this year. 
That's true. Crazy number on ESPN's uh, pick pick them thing. 88% pick, 86% pick the Houston Cougars. Oh, well, then obviously I'm on Louisiana. I, I guess I'm I'm gonna do it too. That's kind of like one of my uh my deals. Is what'd you say? Minus number one and a half. My uh, Louisiana is plus two and a half. Plus two and a half. Love it. I'm rolling with you. Going going the raging Cajuns. Yeah, fading the public. All right, let's go to Tampa. I used to have a really really cool shirt from Brock of Raging Cajuns. Oh, nice. And um, I had a former girlfriend steal it from me. Never saw it again. Yeah, that's what they do. They take your favorite shirt and they break your heart. Uh, I mean, I wasn't heartbroken really, but I, I did love that shirt. I guess. Well, Maybe that's how they were heartbroken. I suppose. Yeah, that's how you were, you were heartbroken about the shirt. Yeah, yeah. All right, the Union Home Mortgage Gas Perillable. Interesting. Tampa, oh, Florida. They have Raymond James. Oh, nice! I did not know that. Fire off the cannons. Yeah, Gasparilla is a is like a festival and parade, oh, cool. and uh, that's I believe celebrates the Gulf Coast Pirates. I can't remember. It's it has something to do with pirates. I love pirates. You would love this party, and I should come and hang out sometime. And do that. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, the Gasparilla Bowl. So, Wake Forest and Missouri. Ugh. One and a half point spread. Um, I'm going with Wake. Any Wake particular any particular reason? Um, I kind of like their quarterback. Uh, he had a pretty good season. Um, and Wake's kind of on the up, up and up and coming a little bit right now. All right. Uh, hey, you talked me into it. I'll ride with you on Wake Forest. There, they play. They played really well in the ACC this year. Didn't take the upset. They beat the, the Seminoles this year too. I think right. They did. They did. I think I'm pretty sure I lost money on that one, actually. You did. You did. So redemption for me. I'll have to take the Wake Forest Stephen Dickens to win my money's back. <laughs> um, okay. This one is kind of cool too, I think. I think this is gonna be a really good game to watch. High scoring, probably. The Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. It is the Middle Tennessee State Raiders against the San Diego as State Aztecs. So, Middle Tennessee State is the team that went in and beat um, and beat Miami this year, correct? That is correct. Yes. And do and uh, and San Diego State, on the other hand, might be might be where my nieces end up going to school in a couple of years. They've had, that's kind of what, what the rumor is around the dinner table. San Diego State has a really good, great campus. Good to know. Great campus. Okay. Um, I have a cousin that went to San Diego University, and um, my uh, aunt and uncle, well, great aunt and uncle, have a condo downtown in San Diego. So when they're doing their, uh, you know, you can go take your, your nieces on a tour if you want to, maybe uh, go have a little fun. Oh, nice. I'm going to have to keep that in mind. And San Diego is not a town I've spent enough time in, you know, so it would be cool if they're there. I would go. That but, sounds good. It was a great time. Um, when it comes to football. When it comes to football, um, San Diego State is not the most well-known school. No. Nope. But um, I think that they're a better squad than the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. 
Any Eddie, can we put any stock in the fact that it'll be it's less of a time change for them than it is for the team from Middle Tennessee State? You know, do you, does it matter enough because there's not games before that? Like they didn't play this last week. Still, their mm-hmm. internal clock is going to be, uh, you know, middle of the night or middle. It was weird, you know, off. So the game is at eight oh four p.m. my time. So uh, that's ten o'clock Eastern. I guess that's going to be too pretty late. You have a point just, there. Actually. I mean, I'm looking. We're looking for anything that could give us an edge, right? And I'm just saying, is that something we should be factoring in? I think we think about it. We factor it in when we see in the NFL when we see a West Coast team playing on the East Coast in the early time slot. We hammer the East Coast team every time because right. we're right. smart. Because we're fucking smart. All right. I'm I asking think you're on to something there. I think San Diego State's the move. It's right. gonna be ten o'clock when the game starts for Tennessee, pretty much. Like in Tennessee, it's gonna be ten o'clock, and that's early. No p.m. That's late. It's late. What's the spread here? One and a half. San Diego, San Diego State minus one and a half. Easy cover. I think so too. I like that one a lot. I might mark that one down for the IRL uh, uh, bet here. <laughs> Some real money wagering. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of like that one. It's an interesting game. It should be high scoring. I would assume also. Um, All right, let's go to the quick lane bowl. Not the slow lane. Not the slow lane. The quick lane bowl. The quick lane. New Mexico State Aggies minus one and a half against the Bowling Green Falcons. And they are playing indoors at Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. I have no idea about either of these teams. I know nothing. I'm going to go with Bowling Green because it's a closer drive. Um, I'll just... Go against you just because it sounds fun. All right. And what was the spread again? One and a half. New Mexico State minus one and a half. All right. Uh, minus one and a half. This is what I like a lot. This is going to be fun. The Camilla Bowl. Um, the Georgia Southern Eagles. It's the Buffalo Bulls. The now Buffalo I, Bulls. And I had great – I Georgia Southern – Played great against Nebraska. Um, I like their coach. I like their quarterback. That receiver's a star. Um, they, they give up a lot of points, but I think that they cover the four and a half against Buffalo. Um, I don't know anything about Buffalo, but I do know that uh, Georgia Southern – is always like let's say the last three four years has is always fun to watch on a on a when you when you catch them on like a late night game or like a like a weekday game and you get to sit down and watch a couple couple drives they are always exciting to watch so for that reason alone I gotta go with Georgia Southern. I'm with you on that too. The, that, that receiver is really really good. Um. It's his last game. I mean, he's going pro. He's a senior. So, yeah. Hopefully, he'll be a Buccaneer. He's going to show up. I mean, that'd be great. We need way more than that for the Buccaneers, though. Yeah, we need a quarterback. You have to be, we need to be able to stop some teams, too. Our defense will be not looking great lately. Um, next up, the serve pro, first responder bowl, the Memphis Tigers against the Utah State Aggies. Memphis is favored by 10.5. That's a big spread, dude. It is. 
haven't seen Utah State play except for against Utah, and it was a garbage game to watch. Memphis has been really athletic and like on the up and up lately. But I don't know about I don't know enough about either team to really make it a, a really educated decision. Um, so I'm going with the points. Ten and a half is a lot. Ten and a half is a lot. I'll take the underdog there too. Nice. So we're on Memphis. We're on Utah State plus we're 10 on and a half. Utah State plus ten and a half. Next up is the uh ticket smarter Birmingham Bowl. Um the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers against the love. East Carolina Pirates. I love that they have these two teams matched up. We get a little in-state rivalry. I like that, too. I think it's going to be cool. So you got to assume Carolina. a bunch of these kids played each other, like either played each other or played with each other in high, high school and stuff, you know? Yeah, they've probably have been around each other for a long, their whole sports career so far. Yeah. Um, East Carolina is minus seven and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that hook, you know. That's a great number. I'll take Coastal Carolina plus seven and a half. All right, I'm going with the Pirates, man. Um, of course you are. You love all things Pirates. I do, but I've only seen them play one time this year also. I've only seen Coastal Carolina play just a little bit in an early, an early game before the game I wanted to watch was on. And East Carolina looked like they got some wheels. They got some speed. I just love a hook, you know? I just love a hook. Man, Captain Hook? Greg, Captain Hook. Yep, and we're both playing, doing pirate plays here. Yep, see, that's what I was getting out there. That's a little uh, uh, wordplay there. (laughs) That was clever. (laughs) All right. The guaranteed rate bull, the Wisconsin Badgers, minus two and a half, against the Oklahoma State Cowboys, plus two and a half. Is Chase Field in Phoenix where the Arizona Diamondbacks play? Is this just like a new trend? All the baseball fields fields want to get a bowl game in? Uh, Chase Field is where the Diamondbacks play. Yeah, that's where they're playing this. I did not know that either. 10 15. You couldn't find a regular football team and play in Arizona? I mean, the hockey team's playing at like like a little fucking rink on a on a college campus for the next four years. Oh shit, I did not know that either. Weird things. Yeah, me neither. But weird things are happening in with arenas in Arizona. That's crazy. Yeah. I wish uh, that we could just bet the over-unders on this game because the over is probably a great bet. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Oklahoma State doesn't know how to take their foot off the gas. And they don't play defense. Yeah, I mean, at some point, Wisconsin is just going to run out of energy because they're just big and lumbering. So I'm going to go with Oklahoma State to pull away in the fourth quarter. Oh, man, I got to go with Wisconsin. Good. What's the spread here? I don't know here? if either team is, has players sitting out for, for going to the draft, but if they do, I assume that it would be Oklahoma State's running back or receiver. Um. Spread is two and a half. Wisconsin minus two and a half. Oh, perfect. Well, let's go, Cowboys. Oh, man. I like Oregon. I like Oklahoma State's team a lot, but I don't know what's happening with it. They really had a letdown the last few weeks of the season. But moving on, moving on. 
moving on. We are we're we're getting down to it. We're getting down to it. Wednesday, the twenty eighth, is where we are on the calendar. We are at the military bowl presented by Periton. I don't know what Periton is. Yeah, I don't know either, one. but it's not a bike. Um, neither of these teams uh, have any direct connections to the military. Neither are military academies. It is UCF and Duke. Three and a half point spread. Um, I, I think I'm rolling with Duke. Plus Duke is, I've seen Duke have a couple moments this season. But I've you also see- seen them not look so hot a few games. So I've watched a couple. I've watched them a few times because it's just ACC. Pay attention to the ACC. UCF has kind of done the same thing, right? They've changed quarterbacks and a bunch of stuff and, and maybe another new coach this year. Yeah, so I have really have no idea is what I'm getting at. I'm gonna I feel like I should go with UCF just because they have like five times the enrollment of the student body as Duke. So I, I you know strengthen numbers. I'm gonna go with UCF. All right, all right. So we're on opposite sides on that one again, too. And that was, you said three and a half, Duke minus three and a half? Plus three and a half. Oh, Duke plus three and a half. Yes. All right. UCF will cover. Kind of interesting. I I would think that it would would be the opposite. If I just randomly looked at the the teams playing, I would think that Duke would be the favorite. But I don't know. We'll we'll see. But we're getting getting to the teams we know about more. You know, we're getting to some, some bigger dogs here. Yeah. The Ottawa Zone Liberty Bowl, the Kansas Jayhawks plus four and a half against the Arkansas Razor, Razorbacks. I actually have to go to AutoZone. I just got a I just got a Jeep Wrangler. It's used Jeep Wrangler. And there's some little things that I need to do to it. And like, you know, uh add a little 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 improvements I need to do. And whenever you gotta work on your car, I mean the the, the first stop is always AutoZone. They have everything you need and they're really helpful. So it's a great spot. And if they want to sponsor this podcast, look, I just demonstrated how I'll sell your shit. They didn't have to give you a script. You already did it. I just nailed it, baby. It's easy, easy sponsorship for us, actually. All right, man. I'm getting oh. in this car game. I mean, you know, I got things going on. I got, I, you know, I'm building out a fleet. And so AutoZone is my new spot. I, I'm, I'm hanging out there. You know, it's like a coffee shop. I'm, going, I'm popping in every day. You know, they probably do have coffee. They should. They really should. Because most like car like mechanic places have coffee. AutoZone could just be the happening spot. It'd be like you were Tim Taylor and Al Borland. <laughs> they hang out at Harry's Olive Parts store all the time. Um, who are you going with here? Arkansas or Kansas? Kansas has had a year that I was not expecting. You know, they're not exactly consistently. Uh, good, and all of a sudden, they actually went out and did some things on, on the field. It, I know it's not just this year; it's they've been building up to this point. But I'm just saying, now you kind of have to take them seriously. Arkansas too. Arkansas, the last couple of years, they kind of built up to having a good year this year. They were a good team this year. Um, yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna go with Kansas. I, I, I just. I, I watched more of them than Arkansas. I liked what they did. I, I liked how they, they they had length on defense. I don't know. I, I'm just going to go with Kansas here. Man, kind of a ballsy pick there, I think. There, bub. Uh, I'm going Arkansas minus the four and a half. 
I'm pretty um, sure everybody's going to go Arkansas. I think their running game is is dominant, and they should just out athletic them. Yeah, you're thinking about right? Like they we will. About- it will be all running by Arkansas. You are right there. Yeah, they should just just dominate the offensive line. Um, so we're thinking about Kansas. They won their total season win total over in the fourth week of the season. It's crazy. They were over three wins and one in the fourth week. It's crazy. It's craziness, yeah. Giant come up for them. Hopefully um, they continue some success so there's some competition for TCU and the Big 12 a little bit instead of being boring shit. I like that. Kansas and Kansas State are both um, not the laughing stock they once were. Oh, yeah. Kansas State, man, they they had a great season, too. Yeah. We'll get to them in a little bit. There are only a few, a few down the list here. Yeah. I just like the, the I just like, whoa, what the hell's going on here? What's that? Hold on. Wow, that was weird. I all of a sudden I was hearing all kinds of stuff in my headphones. Okay, that's crazy. Yep, all good now though. Nice. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, here? it was it was real overwhelming. Um, all I was saying is I like that the state of Kansas is back to like you know not being a laughing stock in football. That could be a good rivalry. Like it's one street away. I mean, the state kind of is still a joke as far as I'm concerned, but their football teams are getting better. Yeah, that's all I care about. <laughs> so next up is the uh, San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. <laughs> God, that's a lot of words for a credit union sponsorship there. Um, the North Carolina Tar Heels plus nine and a half against the Oregon Ducks. The Oregon Ducks just ended the season with a whimper. Although North Carolina kind of ended like ass too. Man, North Carolina's quarterback has been playing great though all season. Like he's he's the guy right now as far as like a, a number one, like a top draft pick. He's kind of the guy to look to in the future. Holy shit, it's another game in a baseball stadium. They playing in a Padre Stadium? They're playing at Petco. Holy shit, yeah, they're playing at Padre Stadium. That's so weird. Well, where else are they gonna play in San Oh, I guess they could play at San Diego State University Stadium. Oh yeah. I still just assume the Chargers are still in San Diego. As oh, yeah. Why, wait, wh- why don't they just use the old Qualcomm or whatever that place was called? Is it still standing? Oh, I don't know. Maybe they blew it up. I, I'm not sure about that either. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, I think I remember it being kind of dumpy. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right about that. Qualcomm is kind of dumpy, Bry. Let's say... Uh, Jeez, it's happening again. Let's say, um, let's say I can't pick against Oregon. Let's say Oregon's going to be the uh, the team that goes out there and just kind of plays like pros. Even though I feel like even their second and third string is 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 a little bit better than what UNC could put out there. Oregon should probably win this game. I don't know if they're going to win by nine and a half though. Um, and I like Carolina's quarterback as a as a future pro. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play though, or if he's even eligible to be drafted this year. So 
I'm taking the chance that he's going to have a good game if he does play, and I'm going to North Carolina plus nine and a half. Nine and a half is a lot of points, so I, I wouldn't be too concerned, buddy. You're probably, See, yeah, you're probably on the right side here. I honestly don't know. Um, I haven't watched either of those teams play that much this year. I mean, I've been focusing on some of the Texas schools, the midday games and stuff. Oh, um, I haven't watched a lot of West Coast games at all. I've been, I was paying attention. I was dialed in on the Pac-12 because I had that UCLA to win the conference bet, and they were kind of in the mix all season, you know. So I was paying attention to the Pac-12 more than usual. And obviously, yeah, UNC. One game off, right? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, that would have been a very nice one for me. So let's go to the Texas Bowl, my guy. Let's talk about Texas. So it's the Texas Tech Red Raiders plus three and a half against the Ole Miss Rebels. Our guy is, has announced he is, he, he's staying at Ole Miss. Yep. I, and, like, you know, he's our guy. I'm going Ole Miss for sure. Yeah, Lane Kiffin is definitely our guy. He is definitely our guy. Um, we would both love it if somehow he was coaching at either Nebraska or Florida State if our president head coaches weren't there. Um, we are both Lane Kiffin fans, and uh, I have faith in them in the playoffs. I mean, in a bowl game. I would have loved Lane Kiffin. So people don't really know this. Like, Monty Kiffin, Lane's father, was coaching in Nebraska when Lane was born, so he was oh, born yeah. in Nebraska. Oh, yeah. But he's our guy for sure. He's like one of our guys. But friend, friend of the program, I would say. <laughs> friend of the program, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, it's the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl, the Syracuse Orange against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Well, as we mentioned earlier, the Pinstripe Bowl played at Yankee Stadium. It's going to be cold. Ain't no dome there, buddy. And Syracuse getting six and a half points. It's a lot of points. Like it. It's a lot of points. And I, you imagine, you got to assume a lot of the guys that play on the Syracuse team are New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania kind of guys. So they might be a little, they might be okay with the cold weather, but also they might have a lot more fans and supporters there. Yeah. And they, the Syracuse had a really good year also. I mean, they, they started off really super hot, you know, and then kind of dropped some games here and there, but they weren't supposed to be seven and five. They're supposed to be four and, you know, four and eight or whatever. I'm going with Syracuse. I'm rolling Syracuse too. I think the Golden Gophers are a little overrated. I hate their coach so much. Is that the Fleck guy? Yeah, he's the cho uh, chopping wood guy. He's the real, real rah rah guy. You know, I see um, seven and a half, man. I'll take seven and a half points for sure, dude. Nice. I got a six and a half on the ESPN app here. Oh, I just looked uh, elsewhere. Nice. Well, seven and a half. I like. I tell me where that's at when we're done here, and I'll see if I can go do a similar move there. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's do that for sure. Nice. Next up, we got the Cheese It Bowl. Who will win this one? The Oklahoma Sooners plus seven and a half, or the Florida State Seminoles? Ever heard of them? Minus seven and a half, though. That's a big number. 
Dude, have you seen the fucking point totals we've been putting up on Fools the second half of this season, my G? Have you seen how effective our running game is? Have you heard that our star quarterback has decided to come back for his last year or for another year at Florida State? Because honestly, him going and being a second-round draft pick, it would be a fucking step down in pay because he's doing A-OK in Tallahassee, my dude. They are a fucking good team. Pittman's coming back next year, and both of those guys are committed to this team improving and building on what we've done this year. The, the team is playing really well in Coach Mike Norvell's uh, image or, or or manifestation of the new Knowles, and it is a, it's a beautiful thing what's happening in Tallahassee right now. I'm proud to be a supporter of it, and uh, I think that they're going to continue to do what they do and dominate fools on the football field. Watch this. I think that they have a much more uh, uh, positive outlook of this game. Uh, Oklahoma's had a letdown season. They got blown out by TCU. They've been blown out by a couple of teams. I think their morale is just down, and um, Florida State probably does roll. Yep. I would take Florida State minus 10 and a half, maybe. Oh, yeah, I would too. I was. I might look at an alternate line there. If I um, if I had anybody, like if I had any friends down here that were down, I would drive up for this game for sure. But I don't have anybody to go. It's in Orlando. In fact, funny enough, we are playing our last game this season. Our bowl game is the Cheez-It Bowl at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. And I believe the first game next year is like the Cheez-It kickoff game at Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida against LSU or Alabama? Crazy game. Oh, now I got to find out. That game is on the 29th, right? Yes, that is on the 29th. So I'm not going to go back home for Christmas and stuff. So if you check out how much tickets are to the game, um, I will check out flights. To if you fly into Miami or to Orlando, I will pay for your ticket to the football game, and we will have a great time. That sounds stellar. I'll look into that. Um, hold on. Now I want to find out who they're playing. They will play LSU Tigers at Camping World Stadium on Sunday, September 3rd. So I nailed it. They did the uh they did instead of doing a home and home with LSU, they did back-to-back neutral fields. They did this year in New Orleans, or then next year they're starting the season in Orlando. That's awesome though. That's cool. The, the, I the, love. the home and home serious things I kind of hate actually sometimes. Um I want to see the two like better teams play on neutral fields early this season. I love a neutral field game. Yeah, I'll check out the tickets to go to Orlando or Miami, and we'll I'll work on that. We'll figure something or out. Or you also look at Fort Lauderdale. Look at all three cities. Nice. And I can call my friend that lives in Geneva there. Oh, That's yeah. I heard you, have, you have a buddy down here. Um, Yeah, that that would be awesome. That sounds like a great time. I have no plans for New Year's, none of that stuff. That sounds fantastic. All right. So we both have Florida State, obviously, because we're <laughs> like fucking smart individuals. You know, what's crazy is um, – in 1993, when the rest played against Florida State, I really wanted Charlie Ward and Tamaric Vanover to win a championship. 
And my grandpa and father were not really happy about me being excited about, about Florida State winning the game. So other than Nebraska, I've been a long-term, long, long-time Florida State supporter as well. It's like the only college football team I've ever cheered for in football. Uh, the only other one I've ever cheered for. No, for me, <laughs> it's the only one. <laughs> All right. Let's keep it going, right. man. We still got a lot of way to go. We're on the Alamo Bowl, the Valero Alamo Bowl. Uh, the Longhorns from Texas against the Washington Huskies. Longhorns minus three and a half. A lot of, uh, lot of uh, activity in the transfer portal for Texas, right? Isn't there uh, is their there quarterback entering the, tra- the transfer portal because he knows there's a Manning coming to town? Yeah, but you think that their backup is probably pretty good still. It's true. It is Texas. And they do have an Armenian head coach. So give me the Longhorns. And it is the Alamo Bowl. And if you remember, Texas probably does. <laughs> That's an Alamo Bowl joke there. Um, I'm going with Longhorns too, though. Minus three and a half. Yeah, that's an easy one. All right. Next up is the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Sounds disgusting, honestly. Um, the Maryland Ter- Terrapins minus two and a half against the NC State Wolfpack. These two teams match in the color schemes. They do. Yeah, they do. Maryland has cooler helmets, though. Maryland also has a Tagawailoa at quarterback. I think that he is undefeated. I think that the, the uh, two of the, uh, the Vagualoas, I can't pronounce his last name ever. I think the Tuas are undefeated in bowl games. Tagovailoa. I will take I will take the Maryland fighting Tagovailoas. Me as well. All right. Minus two and a half. All right. We're on the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Um, I assume you're probably going with the UCLA Bruins here. Yeah, I'm um, a Chip Kelly guy. What can I say? Yeah, uh, and like I, I gotta go pit. I gotta go pit here. What's the um, spread? Three and a half. Pit. Pittsburgh plus three and a half. Yeah, that makes sense. UCLA's had a great season, but I mean they kind of got a letdown at the end of there by not winning the conference. Um, so tough. I'm going pit. Oh. Um, Next up, go ahead. Next up, we have the Gator Bowl, Notre Dame and South Carolina. God, I just hate Notre Dame so much. Me too, dude. Give me South Carolina. They had back-to-back huge wins this year. It's a, it's a, it was a big one. Plus four and a half. And also, South Carolina. Are you on South Carolina? Also, yeah, I'm on that too. Yeah, South Carolina plus four and a half. Yeah. Um. Hey, I got a midget page you me. Give me one minute. I, I'm apologizing. We got to take a break. I don't think oh, I'm allowed to say they're not really a, a little person. They're just a uh, fun size or something. It was just a line from Gone in 60 Seconds. Not the You're original, right. the remake with um, with Nicholas Cage. Uh, okay. Next up, Greg. We got the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. You ever get the feeling like there's too many bowl games? Shit, yeah. Like, why? <laughs> and it's just they add them too. They add more all the time. We're just delete diluting the products. Like they're not special anymore. It's just a money grab. I it's mean, college, they get bonuses and shit. It's college football. More games for us to fire at, you know. That's true. That's true. 
right. Ohio, Wyoming. All right. I'm just going to Wyoming. Yeah, just, me too. Uh, that was easy. Yeah, just because. They're the Cowboys. I like their uniforms. What's uh, what's the spread here? Three and a half. Wyoming plus three and a half. Love it, dude. I love that hook. I like that a lot. I think Wyoming wins outright, probably. Okay. Let's talk uh, Orange Bowl, which is as orange as the Orange Bowl could be. Has anybody ever told you you say orange wrong? Weird? Orange. 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 I don't know. It just seems like you break it up in two. I don't know. Orange. Orange. I don't know, dude. What the? Uh, you're going to tell me I say things weird? You're from Nebraska. Yeah, but there's a lot of people from Nebraska that uh, do newscasting and stuff like that because we don't have accents. There's no such thing as not having an accent. Well, it's, uh, it's the... the um, you're saying you're the normal? You're the baseline? It's the least um, uh, distinct accent. Uh, okay, buddy. Dude, like Johnny Carson from the Orange Bowl. Fuck you, Orange. Orange. It's the same. <laughs> it's the Tennessee Volunteers plus four and a half against the Clemson Tigers. And they both wear orange. They boo- They do both wear orange. All right. I am pretty sure Tennessee is going to crush. Oh, wait. They don't have their quarterback, do they? Hooker's yeah. not out there. Damn it. Oh, wait, Clemson doesn't have their quarterback. That actually is a plus for Clemson. <laughs> I like Tennessee's squad anyway. Yeah, yeah I'll go with Tennessee yeah. there. I just don't like Dabo. I agree with that 100%. What would you say was four and a half minus four and a half? Tennessee's plus four and a half. Oh, wow. Love that. They're going to win on the field. I think so, too. They have that receiver that's just phenomenal also. This game seems too easy as for the spread here. The Sugar Bowl, the All-State Sugar Bowl, Alabama minus four and a half against Kansas State. Yeah, I don't see. I would would think that the third string on Alabama would win this, right? I would think so, too. I don't know if if Bryce Young is going to play because, I mean, if he's going pro, he might not. He might sit out this bowl game, right? But yeah, I don't think it matters. That's my whole point. I imagine their backups are going to fucking crush. This is a game I would seriously check out an alternate spread for. Yeah. Is this too easy? What are we doing here, dude? Are we not? Are we missing something? It just seems really weird to me. How is that not seven and a half or something, you know? How is it not 12? I, I mean... I don't know why it's so low. It makes zero sense to me. Maybe they're oh. just going to give you it's a gimme, I guess. Here's one for the road, baby. Here's a gimme. It's like a three-foot putt. I guess. That's so strange. Yeah, I don't get it either. But I mean, so, I got to go with Bama, right? Yeah, we're both going with Bama here. And then uh, the other game that day is the Transfer Perfect Music City Bowl. Iowa. And Kentucky, another team. Kentucky, another team that if you would have told me a couple years ago, we'd be talking about them on a New Year's Eve bowl game, I would have just laughed in your face. Right? They've been playing great, though, this year, too. Um, And Iowa has zero offense. They cannot score against anybody. It's amazing. 
It's amazing that they have any wins considering how bad they are on offense. And the spread being one and a half, like Kentucky is the pick here for sure. Yeah, I'm taking Kentucky. I think Kentucky, this is another one I might look for uh, an alternate line. I think Kentucky will handle this, probably win by two touchdowns. I would say I would think the same thing. If they score two touchdowns, they might win by two touchdowns. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. How is um, this spread so big? How, what are we? How are we so wrong? We must be wrong about this day. These are both games that day, and we're both like, "What's going on here?" These are fishies. yeah. I, both those spreads are are odd to me. Yeah, um, too easy. Too easy. I guess I'm gonna bet them, and I'm definitely I'm gonna if I win the first one that day. They're at the same time. Same time. I guess. Yeah, because part. there's going to be NFL games that day. And then TCU and Michigan play at two o'clock that same day. Yeah. Turnable? Yes, the bowl. See, this is a more reasonable spread. Nine and a half? Like TCU plus nine and a half in the Fiesta Bowl against Michigan. Yeah, I that seems like a normal number. Um, it's hard it, to bet against TCU. It's hard to it's hard to I mean, oof. I I think I I think it's high because they because they don't want me to bet Michigan. But I'm pretty sure I don't Michigan is a dominant. I think Michigan might be the only team that has a chance against Georgia. See, I, I worry about a Michigan nine and a half, ten point spread and TCU getting a late score. And because they've been doing that all year where they get they, they do a, a the fourth quarter rally and end up winning somehow. Except for against Kansas State, when they had a chance to do a QB sneak in fourth and one and third and one and just didn't do it. Yeah, that was just weird clock management or decision making. Uh, I, it sounds to me like you're taking TCU here. Yeah, I'm going TCU. I'm going to take Michigan to cover that big spread. It might be a bad decision, but at least we're on opposite sides of the game. This would be a good game to watch, I think. Um, the ne- this next game might be the best the best game of all the Bulls to watch. Ohio State and Georgia. Ohio State plus six and a half. Georgia looks unstoppable. They look like world beaters right now. But I don't know. Ohio State's good, and like they got housed by Michigan, but they just couldn't stop the running game. I don't know why they didn't just stack the box. I can't. I can't expect Georgia. Or, oh. I can't expect Ohio State to so to fix that problem, even with a month, right? And yeah. I suspect Georgia will take advantage of that problem. I think we might see Stetson Bennett be vulnerable for the first time in two years. So you I mean, you you're giving Ohio State a real chance here. I am, yeah. Well, I'm giving them a real chance with plus six and a half. <laughs> I, I'm think thinking, can, I, I think they can win. I think that um, a six, a three or six point game is probably reasonable. I, I'm not win by the hook. All right, you're 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 just trying to backdoor cover everything around here, huh? It um, might be it might be a tie game in Georgia Georgia scores. That's true. Although it's at six and a half, that that might be fine. Yeah, it might work out actually. You know, like. 
I know somebody not- with a giant ticket on TCU to be national champions that they booked before the season. Really? What's the odds on that? Um, I don't know. I, th- I want to say he had it at like uh, t- 30 to 1 or 20 to 1. He got him at two different points in the season. Maybe it wasn't before the season. Man, I would think like a 50 or something like that to one before no, the season. No, he, he must have bet him during the season because he said he had a 30 and a 20. Okay. Yeah, so maybe mid-season or something like that. Probably even later. I don't know. I don't know. But I know somebody that's very much cheering for TCU here. Shit, I hope so. I love I love to see Michigan lose. I love to see Ohio State lose too. I just want everybody's team to be bad because my team has been bad. <laughs> um, so the next up is the uh Relia Quest Bowl, Mississippi State against Illinois. Oh, you're taking Georgia then for sure, right? Yeah, I'm taking Georgia. It's minus six and a half is the reason I like it. Uh, The touchdown is the W. Okay. Okay. So the Relia Quest Bowl is Mississippi State Bulldogs against the Illinois Fighting Illini. Um, Another team, Ted, if you would have told me Illinois was going to be playing in January a couple years ago, I would have laughed at you. But it's not a big-time bowl. Like it's we, still, like we expect on, on January dates. It's still a January bowl game. So Mississippi State's coach is in critical condition. Yeah, that part's weird. I have a feeling this game might end up. I don't know. I don't want to like speculate about his well being. This game might not be played. Right. That's I mean. I'm going the emotional victory though with Mississippi State. Yeah, let's let's both just pick Mississippi State, and if the game doesn't happen, the game doesn't happen. Yeah, man, I, and I always like Mike Leach anyway. He always I, seems like a good time. Yeah, seems like he's like the John Daly of college football coaches. <laughs> no, like, that's pretty spot on. I think. I like it. Uh, I like it. Um, next up, we got the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Another Let's weird one here. USC minus one and a half against the Tulane Green Wave. The is the uh is everybody gonna be playing? Like, don't wouldn't you expect some of these USC kids to be preparing for the draft? So the big question here is Caleb Williams can can't go out, can't leave yet. He has to stay for one more year. Um, does he play? Who knows, man? He might get paid to not play. Why would he get paid? I mean, he's – I would imagine he makes the money, the NIL deal by being out there. Yeah, but if he doesn't have to risk it because he's going to – he can go to camps and stuff and take a year off next year and then get drafted still. Oh, that's wild. I never thought of that. Why would you do that? You can make so much money right now. You're a Heisman Trophy winner back at USC. You can make – you could probably clear $10 million next year if you wanted. So that's about the number I was I was thinking too. So basically, this year, um, Bryce Young essentially got paid about three and a half million dollars to play. Yeah, but he doesn't. I mean, he's not in LA. LA. Yeah. So Caleb Williams, I would say the price tag for him to play for next year for the NIL deal is around ten million. Yeah, 
Well, it'll be several NIL deals all, all packaged together, but yeah. So, but he may just decide to do do camps and go with uh with uh like pro coaches yeah. training. This is Cowboys. This is AT and T Stadium, dude. This is the Cowboys Stadium. You know, Jimmy Johnson's there or Jerry Jones is there. I mean, and it's like I think you go put on a motherfucking show. I think so too, but because I mean, even if he puts on a show, they can't stop anybody. It's too. Oof. No, yeah, I think you go play, man. I don't know. Regardless, is, is wild. If you told me that three years ago, yeah, this is crazy. How the teams that are well are doing well, it's, it's wild to me. Um, I think I'm taking USC regardless. Even if if even if he doesn't play, I got enough faith in that offense, uh, the play calling in general, and just just he's good, dude. He's a good coach. He's a good coach, man. You know, so of these games that seem like trap spreads, we've been on the same side of everyone. And so I'm going to go with the green wave just to, if I lose the first few over the trap games, then I have one I can make up on. What's the, uh, what's the spread here? One and a half again. USC minus one and a half? No problem. Yeah. All right. So I'm on Tulane. You're on USC. Yes, I am. All right, now to the Citrus Bowl, the number 17 LSU Tigers against the Purdue Boilermakers. LSU seems to have peaked in the middle of the year, strangely. Like, they started bad and they ended bad. But in the middle of the year, they played pretty well for, like, three weeks. I don't know about the the guys, like, whether they would sit out or not for LSU. Um, I don't think there's anybody on Purdue's team that's going to be sitting out. Purdue's plus five and a half. There's that whole um, you're supposed to bet on the team that's like excited to go to the bowl game as opposed to the team that's like feels like they're better than this. You know, it's the Cheez It Citrus Bowl. Purdue's pumped to go to this game. I don't think LSU is pumped to go to this game. You know, I agree so, with you there 100%. I think, uh, I think I'm, I'm thinking I'll take that five and a half. I'll go Purdue plus five and a half. I'm on Purdue as well. I, I, the similar thought process is that I think that the LSU had a giant letdown and lost a couple of games that they feel like they should have won, and they don't have nothing to prove really. Right. Also, weirdly, Cheese It sponsors two bowl games. Yes, and a kickoff game. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so we're both on Purdue plus five and a half there. Correct. And then the Rose Bowl. This is, I mean, it's a pick 'em. Penn State against Utah, pick them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of Utah, dude. I, I like the way they play, dude. They're fun to watch. I know I've been, I've had this weird bias towards the Pac-12 lately, but I just like the way Utah plays footballs. Man, Penn State is stacked though, too. They're, they're super talented. They're incredibly good compared to what, what, how they, how they perform in some games. You know, and they're ten and two, and they. But, I mean, they played good all season, but um, I'm going Penn State. All right, good. Then we're on opposite sides there. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about the – we'll do a little, you know, review of this stuff and talk a little shit, and we'll, you know, we'll talk about who was right, who was wrong, et cetera, and then we'll do a little preview of the national championship once we know the winners of those two semifinal games. 
Yeah, nice. That's what we did last year too. We had a little tiebreaker if we're if we're tied as well. That's kind of cool. Yeah, we used the national championship in that way. It's nice. So nice, that yeah. last one is that the Rose Bowl is a pick them, huh? Nice. Yeah, right. uh, well, it says uh, 0.5 points, you know, so I mean, yeah, pick them. Yeah, we'll take we'll, – we'll, let's go Utah. All right, that's it. All 43 picked. God damn, yeah. that was a lot, buddy. What's that? That was a lot of games. God, next year's going to be like 50-something or something crazy. Been we might have to do it in two. We might have to do like the first week's games in one podcast. The next week's games in another podcast, or just break it up because forty three is a lot to go through. Yeah, um, it is. It it's always goes long, but we did a pretty quick last little segment there. So uh, um, I think we, I don't know how many we have separate. I'll just count them up here real quick. But um, we've done historically very well on this, except for last year. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. There's 16 games that we disagree on. So that's where where, where our internal comp- uh, competition is. Usually when we agree, we do okay. But. Last year is wild that we were exactly tied. And and we, we even tied because we pushed once. And we, we pushed on separate games. It was a trip. All right, but uh, we're not allowed to just say goodbye on these podcasts you're right man um so uh first off autozone give greg a call his friendship <laughs> was um that was awesome and you. uh you can find me at timmy nebraska on instagram twitter facebook all that kind of stuff and greg is uh oh i'm at dj maniac mcgee on twitter twitter didn't explode or blow up or go offline or anything huh yeah um i guess not dude i guess it's not uh quite so so uh, terrifying to have Elon running the show. I guess. All right. Well, yeah. If you want to, I mean, there's no reason to get at me. Just get to the podcast. It's at Bet Your Ash Pod. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter, and it's on Facebook. All three. That's way more important. You don't need to say anything to me. So, yeah, you, the podcast and all the stuff too. Spotify, all that kind of stuff is on there. Uh, rate, yeah, review. Spotify is a great, great place to listen to this podcast. And then uh, rate, review us, give us a comment. Tell us that we're wrong or whatever. And um, then um, I'm going to create a group on the ESPN Bull Mania thing. And I will send that link out on Twitter and Instagram as well. And that way people can put in their picks for all these bowl games. And they can see how they compare against both of us. You're going to send me that link too. So I can hop in there and put all my picks in. And we'll see who, uh, who does best. Awesome deal. Sounds good. All right, man. Bravo. We got through it all. I'm proud of us. Even if we're wrong on everything, we at least made it through picking all 43 bowl games. The bowl extravaganza 2022. 43-0, baby. 43-0.